0: Hey there, I have finished book two of The Red Rising Trilogy by Pierce Brown. Yeah, I know, it's a saga, there's more to it. But <laughs> it started as a trilogy, and book two, Golden Sun, is what Zach and I are here to talk about today. I'm actually on book four now, so it's going to be hard only to talk about book two, but this book was so good! Yeah, things take such a turn in so many different points in this book,
1: yes. and we can't even talk about where they're actually turning to yet.
0: No, no. We'll get no. to it. We'll get there. This was such a great second book in a series. Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, we left off with uh, Darrow has survived the Institute, which we did wrongly call the Academy last time, by the way. I right. asked you which
1: one was You which. did. You, you did. assured me that it was and one And I was way. like, oh
0: yeah. And no, it no, was academy. I've read it more recently. No, it's not. It was you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, at the end of that one, he accepts the patronage of his arch enemy, the Arch Governor, is that what it's called? Something arch like Governor? that of mars okay so the 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 guy who basically rules the planet of mars as part of the society solar span solar system spanning realm of mankind it's an empire you can call it an empire well yeah but it's got an empress it gets touchy actually not supposed to be an empress really she's the sovereign it's different technically anyways it's not a democracy. We know that. Okay. that that's, mm. a, the, that's the D word. Don't use the D word in this series. Democracy. Republic may be okay. gets kind. funny later. Yeah. Yeah. We're not there yet. <laughs> uh, are you drinking anything today?
1: Uh, a little. I made up some espresso, added some, uh, Rach got the other day, some mint vanilla, uh, Bailey's thing. And, I, I love me some mint stuff, so it's it's pretty tasty. Okay. Yeah, but I'll run your, out your pretty mint chocolate here.
0: chip, I remember. I've got a nice vienier from uh, Jacob Williams Winery out in the gorge, one of our boutique wineries that we enjoy. It's good stuff. So Darrow went to the dark side. Okay, he accepted this, and we talked about it last time. Yeah, because it achieves his goal of getting to a position of power, whereby. He can change stuff. He can bring it all down. He can do whatever he needs to do on behalf of the Sons of Ares and overthrow this caste system that is so screwed up. Where the Reds, the lowest of the low, are being lied to and can't ever improve their life. And then we get to this book. Uh, We (laughs) jump ahead a year and a half, two years. years. Um,
1: And now it is the Academy. It is, is the Academy. This one is the Academy. Um, and we're very quickly shown, just a couple of chapters, that you can do everything right in, in the eyes of the society. M- make every right choice and call, but fall just short at the end and have it all just
0: turn against you and nobody cares. No, it's a little more complicated than that. A but little, yeah. but not really. Darrow is in the position where uh, it's win or you're a loser period that's the only thing he and he knows it he knows that's what he's up against and he can do it he has a high opinion of himself and he's been doing fantastic so yeah we we come upon him where he is basically the leader of a whole bunch of people in the academy people we met back in the institute plus a greater cast many others now because we're going to get to know the blues who are kind of Borg like, you know, they can wire the right into their on, ships yeah. and stuff, you know. And we've got, you know, grays and obsidians and pinks will come up later too. I, we've met pinks before, but there's this is much bigger cast. But we do have with him a few of his, his key friends from before who but are now serving alongside some him.
1: New friends, actually. There's a couple that are old. Um, we still see. Titus and Roke there. Yep. But we've also got a couple of new characters. Uh, The one that most comes to mind is Victra. Yeah, yeah.
0: Another gold.
1: Um, And right now, at the very, very start, I'm just mentioning golds we kind of see on his side.
0: Yeah. So what we have at the very beginning of the story is basically the final test. The final thing. And it's a war game that's going Mm -hmm. on here at the Academy. And he's up against... A Bologna. Um, not Cassius. No, it's Cassius's older brother. Cassius? Casser? It was a very similar name. Caster. Um, I'll find it's, it in a moment. It's irrelevant. But he's up against this guy and they've got him. They trapped him. He he had, you know, this is what Darrow does. He has things weaves within weaves, webs within webs, and the guy falls into the trap just like he's expected. Only to discover the guy he's against had his own trap behind his own trap. So Darrow gets outmaneuvered. And it's not cool. And it's not fair. But we've learned with the golds, that doesn't matter. It's Carnus, by the way. Carnus, there it is. It doesn't matter what's fair. It matters who wins. So uh, Darrow's a failure. His patron, uh, Augustus, is going to dump him like a... Dirty napkin, wet noodle. Possibly worse. He's going to sell him. He is. He is. Because he basically has said, okay, I took you on because you won. You defeated my son, the Jackal. So I'm pulling a coup here. I'm taking the top student from the Institute. But you came with a blood debt, a blood feud with the Bolognas and who he already doesn't really like so it's kind of okay but also it's but it's costing you money
1: (laughs) and when you add in darrow they jumped you
0: and recorded them beating you and peeing on you yeah that wasn't a good look so now you've become worth too much uh worth is the wrong word you've you're costing me more than you're worth okay if you were still a winner I'd still ride this this ship, but, but right now I'm not getting the return winner. on my investment. I'm gonna cash out. So he's 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 out. He's gonna be out. And Darrow feels betrayed, rightfully so. But yeah. at the same time, this is how golds do it, especially at the top level. He knew he brought nothing to the table in this relationship, other than I'm a winner. Now he's not a winner. So he's being dropped. He's not real happy with that. But he pulls off a great coup there at the auction opportunity there's a very important thing
1: to mention pre-auction though okay because broke good guy broke friend from back at the institute now the academy he's like okay darrow i think i'm gonna pull some strings my family's gonna buy you you're gonna be okay basically yep and like that sounds good and fine except darrow had a quick little meeting with some old friends um some old sons of aries kind of friends who said hey darrow Here's a bomb. Blow them all up. This is and your Darrow sh- went. Take him uh, down. I don't really have the means for this plan anymore. Sure, I guess. Like, if this is what you want from me, I can still I can still do it. But I can't kill my friend Roke. So let's poison this guy to knock him out for the night so that he's not there.
0: He removes Roke from the
1: scene. Betray my friend, but I'm saving his life, so it's okay. Then he goes to this auction dinner and he sees an opportunity. As well as some things that he's
0: not super happy about. But he runs with his opportunity. And it's it's a brilliant scene where he just flips the table and gets to duel against Cassius. We're going to have it out. People are like, oh yeah, that's going to be like
1: an embarrassing loss for darrow he already lost this family once he's not known for being this dueler cassius has been working his way through the dueling yes.
0: ground but you he's, don't know i'm actually left already earned the morning it's, it's a total princess bride move where he he gets up there and he duels against him and it's going just like cassius and everyone expects and then he reveals oh i'm only half trying at this point yeah he says
1: by the way um That guy who could have ruled all of this if he wanted to, but he said, I don't want to do this, and has since retired. Yeah, he's the one who taught me how to do
0: all of this. I've had private lessons constantly in the time between when we finished the Institute and when we started the Academy. All I did was train, 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 train in this, and you're in trouble.
1: So I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to make short work of you and embarrass you, cut off your sword arm, and continue to laugh
0: at you. It's it's excellent, and he defies the sovereign yeah. in this, and make and does some political maneuvering here. This is where Daryl looks at the circumstance and his understanding of Golds, and he does something that basically is going to set off a civil war, and he knows it. Mm-hmm. He and very gets away with like it I can got, do this. He got I can I manipulate it. it. Yeah, he got the sovereign to make a mistake. Everyone knows she favors the Bolognas. Over the Augustus, but she never officially says that because that would be inappropriate favoritism, especially because the Augustus family is
1: more higher in power in the Mars
0: realm. And he gets her trapped into a situation where she tries to stop the uh, she breaks the rule in favor of Bologna and He's like, you can't break the rules there. And then that's when he cuts off his arm. And yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to stop because you said so. Because you can't say so. That's illegal. And boom, Civil War. Now, so far, we've talked about this being a
1: story of Darrow and battle and uh, the manipulations in there. But there's a subtler side that we see before shit totally hits the fan. Because Darrow is sequestered to a private meetup with... Uh, Octavia Alun, the Sovereign. And we get introduced to some interesting concepts, some interesting creatures, these oracles that, like, can sense lies and kill terribly. Oh, uh, that was a scene. We learn that the former Rage Knight, who was Lorne Al-Ar... Wow. Lorne Al-Arcos, retired, and that position has been filled by none other than Fitchner, Good old Fichtner. Uh, we find out Mustang has not only been on the moon, Luna, uh, for a while... But while Darrow's been off at the Academy, she's been here working for Octavia.
0: Apprenticed under while the Sovereign. also
1: having a relationship with Cassius. Betrayal there. And there's a whole mix in there that we then are like, no, no, no. This isn't just Mustang doing this for her own political gain. She had her own little plots so that Darrow's also ruining that was going to be making sure to keep
0: her family safe. And we did think at the end of the last story that, you know, Mustang and Darrow kind of had a thing budding like this is going to be a thing. And well, that didn't happen. And we learn here, she invited him to come with her. It's and largely mostly no, his fault. I'm going to be apprenticed under your dad and I'm going to the academy. And she's like, that is not who you are. And he's like, that's who I am now, which of course we know he's always answering to his higher purpose that she doesn't understand, which, I know you're. You still got a little more you want to say on what no, you're, you're going to say, but I. I have to tie into this theme. This is a do major it. theme that plays through here: truthfulness and what it does, what it has to do with friendship. Because and the one in the first book where it really showed through the most was his relationship with Roke, where there were times where Roke was like, "Why didn't you tell me what your plan was and stuff?" And this is continuing to happen. This is where he he drugs him and gets him out of the way. Rather than tell him what he is thinking to do now, he continues to marginalize people rather than being honest with them. And this is wired into who he is now because he can't be honest with anybody about who he really is. If they knew he was a Red, this is all over. And yet,
1: even so, he wins the game of lies with the Sovereign. It's very close, and he (laughs) could have ended up in a bad situation where he dies. Now you caught the we've never lost. She's done this with lots she of people, and she's never lost, lost. lost this time. Which is to
0: say, she would have lost if Fitchner hadn't saved her. You know, we had this impression of Fitchner in the first book, um, kind of being the wimp of the Proctors. You know, he he's the one who kind of gives. You know, finally admits to Darrow that yeah, things are rigged, and you just need to accept it and deal with it, and you know, gets. He's the first proctor that Darrow does away with and, and locks away, you know, and he's, he's taking care of Fitchner and now Fitchner's a rage knight. It's yeah. like,
1: I often what? got the
0: impression that Fitchner
1: was the curmudgeonly not quite fitting in gold who therefore is underestimated consistently. And whether he's actually really, really good or not, people are going to continue to underestimate him, which gives you yeah. there you go. Um, but civil war, more or less breaks out here with them all still there, and who do we have coming in to save Darrow and his ass? Good old Severo.
0: Severo, back from Pluto. To, you have to love Severo. Now, how did Severo know to come back from Pluto? We'll Mustang. get Mustang. Mustang arranges for that, so we find out here pretty quick. Mustang is not all that she appears to be. She has plans. She has been scheming. For as many layers as Darrow has, Mustang probably has more. And a lot of them are just not being honest with each other. They're not revealing everything they're doing. Sutterfuge seems to be built into the gold DNA. Even the fake gold. But they have to break their way out of Luna.
1: They do. They do it by stealing a ship. And... By launching a little bit of democracy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that stealing the ship scene was intense. I mean, if it I'm remembering right, this is Severo and Darrow flinging themselves through space at a freaking windshield. <laughs> Which, while crazy, is also a little bit how we learned through the Academy,
1: new warfare, because ships are expensive. People are comparatively not. Yeah. So they're yeah. taught, take over the ship, vent the ship kill the people and he doesn't vent the ship instead he says hey they teach us to vent the ship i'm not gonna do that so i encourage you to take up arms against the gold that are currently rushing here to stop me and i will basically give you freedom you do that i'll let you run the ship and do your thing and while they're answering to me of course for the most part yeah they turn around and go yeah that sounds like a good plan including
0: Ragnar Villar. Ragnar, what a character. Oh my goodness, loved Ragnar in this book, this whole thing with Ragnar. Tell us a little about Ragnar. When he first steps in and goes, are you a god? (laughs) Uh, yes. We get this understanding now, we get to learn about the Obsidian, who are these massive humans. They've been bred for huge size, massive muscles, and we learn that the Obsidian cast previously had revolted. It's the only time the gold's reign over all this has been challenged, and it happened like, 300 years ago, 400 years ago. It was a couple centuries, at least. But they revolted, and these guys are dangerous because they're extremely strong, extremely dominant physically, and the Golds did put them down, but then totally brainwashed their Mm -hmm. culture. The Obsidians have the only other place that we see
1: in the society quite as manipulatively messed up
0: as the Reds of the Mines. The obsidians literally believe now that the golds are deity. They're basically and they have, have to serve them well or they won't make it to Asgard. It's yeah. it's, a, no, it's Norse a Norse mythology, mythology thing. In here. Yeah. So Ragnar is a specimen among specimens. He's a massive. And he's on this ship because he's being brought as a gift. All the obsidians, we learn, are slaves. Mm-hmm. They serve without question to whoever they are master to. And in some cases, they, they're they used like old gladiator battles, you know, for entertainment of those to watch. Look at my warrior doing to your warrior kind of thing. And and they do whatever they're told to do. They do not question anything. And here, he's going to be given away as a slave to Tavia or somebody else. Uh, I forget exactly he who. Technically, at this point, belongs to the actual. Ah, yeah, okay. But since the ship has been taken captive, there is kind of a a thing in how this all works, that if you capture a ship, now you own the ship, now you are the captain. And so Ragnar's like, so I guess you own me now. Instead of being
1: delivered to his intended master, it's like, I'm being delivered to you. And he's choosing that. Ragnar is a sharp dude. Ragnar's not only what we expect of this civilization, this warrior culture, this uh, further. And he's even one of the stained going this extra further process to hone into this incredible warrior. Yeah. I think Navy SEALs, man, it's the next level, but he's got a wicked mind that is unexpected out
0: of an obsidian. What I loved about Ragnar is he sees what's just happened. Okay. These rebels have taken over the ship. I have an opportunity here. So I'm asking you, are you the golden god now that I can claim has taken possession of? And and what's in his mind as he asks is, because I like what you're doing and I see the opportunity. So tell me you are. And he does. He says, yes. Yes, I am. Okay. All right, I'm with you and I'm bringing my obsidians with me. And so, wow, they're all in now. He has this cadre of obsidian warriors completely sworn to him, except Darrow says, but you're not going to swear to me. We're not doing that sort of thing anymore. Now, he doesn't get to that right away. No, we we get a little bit further along and there are a couple
1: of in, very meaningful revelations that come through some of this. Um,
0: including a poignant conversation in private between Darrow and Severo. Yes, oh, this was such a good moment for Darrow. Because Darrow has lived with having to lie to everyone for so long. Tell us about this conversation, Darrow. Severo basically pulls him aside and says, look, I
1: am with you to the end, no matter what, you've got me. But I need you to stop lying to me. I know things. I need you to tell me the truth. And, and like some back and forth. What do you mean? And, and eventually, mean? <laughs> it's revealed... Severo came back because Mustang called him. But on the way back, he was contacted by an agent of the Sons of Ares and basically told everything about Darrow, shown a video of Darrow being carved, and left to make the choice of, will you continue to support him even knowing all this?
0: Now let's let's process this. Severo is a gold. Why would he just, I mean, why not instantly turn Darrow in? Betray Darrow? Go back to the Institute. Severo was you know, number 100 out of the 1 to 100. He's the one that overcame the odds and beat Priam. He's the one who continues to not meet the expectations, but just uh, subvert what people think is going to happen. And he's the one that built a bond with Darrow because Darrow was something different. So Severo and his howlers, all the downtrodden, the smaller of the golds in the Mars group, They just built this bond and this loyalty to Darrow. And And now Severo learns something different. Severo
1: learns something different. No. Severo gets confirmed something different. Because Severo already knew. He heard when Darrow killed Apollo and revealed himself basically as a red through his accent oh, his linguistic patterns but and
0: devro edited it to keep it the secret again this is a deep dive spoiler thing so we don't have to be pretending or anything and i'm just gonna jump to this now not only does he get the carving he gets it from Ares himself whom darrow hasn't met and i'm just gonna say it here now it's okay i can say it here now can't i because they did learned he... it in this book it's we learned this book. It in this book but did he get it from i don't think he got it from
1: aries i don't think he knew at that no point. i think
0: he did because i think that was hand no you're he's right. not right. he doesn't but i'm gonna say it anyways here yeah because it all makes so much sense go ahead say it. i'll let you do it okay you get it because Severo is not your average gold no aries is his freaking dad okay and go a step further oh yes aries is a gold yeah, Fitchner Who is Ares. Fell... Yeah, okay, there you went with it. Well, you already said
1: we already knew Fitchner was called dad.
0: I don't think we'd said that. We yet. knew that. In book oh, one. we we did, we did, yeah. So Fitchner is Ares. Why? Because Ares fell in love with a red, and illegally they had a kid. Name is Severo. Severo's half red. Now, he doesn't know that yet at the time that he's I choosing to support Daryl. He that. he learns it just a couple days before a later event that happens. I remember. Okay, but he doesn't know it at this point. So several makes the choice, only knowing he's still gold, mm-hmm. and knowing now who Darrow is, who he really is, but also who he is. Several bonded with Darrow because of his his the way he's different from other golds. Now he knows why he's, he's so different, different from other golds, and he doesn't bat an eye. You're my guy. Yeah, I don't if care. Anything, it's the only problem Severo has here is, did you really
1: not trust me through all of that? Like, I get it. It's a big Why do you keep lying to me? But stop lying to me, because
0: I will follow you till the end, but you cannot lie to me. And it's a moment of true bravery that Darrow fesses up. He takes the leap. He could have not. He's lied to everybody so far. Tells the truth here. Which, in turn... Severo's like, hey, about time you told me. It leads Darrow
1: (laughs) to do the next awesome thing that, while awesome the story and for what's needed, is also like, why is this number two? Why is this the one? Please go on. Because the second person that Darrow confides in and tells everything to is Ragnar. This guy who he just knows, just now, saw Ragnar's kind of a kindred spirit. He saw this opportunity. He's taking it. I'm going all in with Ragnar because if I don't go all in with Ragnar, I think that's going to be a really bad decision. I'm going to die.
0: But where Darrow's mind is going here too is he's, he's processing the fact that I've been just living on lies and people have been with me, but at this point, Roke has turned against him. And Roke has in part turned against him. He has has turned turned against against him him. at this
1: point. No, no, he has not. Roke is with him. Roke's on the ship. Roke's fighting with with him. Okay. broke is there that uh, is
0: this book so i didn't just blow it there. for you guys that is this book but that's you're right that's at the end there are so many
1: other people who have been his friends and th- with him through this for longer that he doesn't turn to he doesn't tell and he basically goes they're too connected to this i don't know if i can trust them
0: but this would-be slave who i'm liberating and is using this him i can trust but this is where he's at though he's done it the wrong way with everybody else ragnar is a new opportunity and he makes a decision with Severo on his side now. He like has the strength to say, I'm gonna try to do this right now. So he tells Ragnar, works for Ragnar. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's go. And it bonds them. They are just, we we are all in. This is a healthy turn for Daryl. There are a lot of things we could talk about. We're not gonna talk for five hours, but I wanna jump ahead to his relationship with Mustang. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cause he and Mustang, okay, they're getting back on the same page now that, you know, her plans on Luna have all fallen apart and she's in with him now, okay? But there's still a year and a half of different
1: plans and actions between the two of them and things that they thought about each other and what they were doing that they didn't trust, and there's a lot of mistrust and broken things, broken burnt bridges between them that they're trying to navigate because they do still trust each other. There's still more to each other. They're they are sure. allies. They want to be way more than just allies,
0: yes. but there's more as well, and they can't be that simple. Yeah, there, there's definitely still a tension. There's a desire for more. Um, they're going to get to something that's pretty significant in the story here, but I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to process here. Do we need to talk about the Iron Reign first? Uh,
1: before that, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, all right, there is a civil war going on. Darrow is now back in the good graces of Augustus. I Forget his first name, but Nero. you know, the arch governor Nero, the crazy Nero member. Augustus. Okay, and the forces of Augustus
1: versus yeah, the we skipped forces. Through most of the book. Let's do We Get to Mars, Forces of Two Sides. What <laughs> we're more or less skipping through a lot of like continued forces and building and things that happen through the book yeah. because it culminates as the forces of Augustus, as you were saying and kind of the forces of Bologna
0: slash Loon supported Yeah, way back at the big event upheaval thing that happens at Luna, with the dual stuff that he says, he tantalized Augustus with, you basically should be sovereign of Mars. Mm-hmm. And he knew when he said that to him that Augustus would bite not only on that, but... Why not ruler of it all? Mm -hmm. So now he is the lead soldier for Augustus to overcome all else. And that's what's been going on. And so what they will do now is they're going in to take back Mars completely. Because they've been outmaneuvered in position. They're a little outclassed in the uh, space Navy. They have some forces, but they don't have enough.
1: There are some specific relationships that have helped this for example both between uh, virginia mustang and her past and darrow at the institute via pax they have the telematuses and their armadas on their side
0: i like the telematuses i really do they are good gold i like the patriarch kavik i think that's his name Uh, kaviks kaviks thank you and of course i'm all the way to i'm already to the fourth book and kavix slight spoiler remains a character here okay <laughs> and what i've what i've learned about kavix only makes me <laughs> like him better and sophocles okay that's a little disturbing what i've learned about Sophocles. yeah it takes <laughs> a while to <laughs> learn that about sophocles so we can't talk about that but i love so- you we'll
1: know get to I that when we
0: talk about book four
1: you know i love a fox um and so having a fox in space around these giants of brutality and technology that likes jelly beans.
0: Yeah, just fun. (laughs) It's great. But before we burrow into the Iron Rain, we do still need to talk about the jackal. We haven't mentioned him at all. Yeah. So, you've got Mustang, the the daughter of Augustus, who's had her own plans going on, but is now kind of in the camp with Darrow and, and it's all good because he's working for her father again and yada, yada, yada. But the jackal who is the son of Augustus.
1: He hasn't been sitting idle.
0: He's a favored son. No, but he's also been making moves. He's, but he's been making money moves. He's um, been literally. grabbing up businesses, communication networks. He's, he's got plans.
1: And it's this kind of thing that apparently is kind of looked down upon. It's like, that's not becoming of a gold. That's a silver's place. That's a silver cast. To thing. be doing economics to control media it's but like you like should be gone on like power 56 of the media or you
0: something. want power through politics not power through business and money that that's the 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 bias that we're but talking about atrius has seen hey
1: i don't need power through military prowess or honor and like that's fine and that's how people do it but at the end of the day if i can control the narrative it doesn't matter what y'all theoretically actually did I can still end up in charge, and with my money, you need me to feed your army.
0: And let's be clear about that. He's not given up on a desire to be in charge and have power. He's he's chosen to take an alternate route. He's a logistical yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Sons of Ares try to kill him. Darrow saves his life. I'm sure
0: that won't have any future consequences. Um, I'm seeing that my signal is still showing really low. I don't know if you're seeing pixelatedness from my end. But I I just want to put it out there for those of you watching. I have paid a lot of money, partly thank you to Patreons, to have a great signal and beautiful equipment and everything. And Comcast slash Xfinity sucks right now. It's not me. I've done everything I could. And they're not fulfilling their promise of what I've paid for. Okay, back to topic. So the Jackal comes into an arrangement with Darrow. Now, Darrow totally beat him, totally humbled him back in book one, but the Jackal is a pragmatist. You're the one, the golden sun. You're the one in power and authority and favored, and I want to work with that. I'll use that. I think you can help me and I can you. And especially, I want us to work together to bring to light and take down the son of Aries. the sons of Aries. because that will advance us powerfully. Okay, that was an awkward moment for Darrow. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's there's
0: some awkward things here,
1: and it's very clear that it's like Darrow needs his support to win the civil war. Does be able he? to then win the other stuff? Like he may not need to if he felt he could trust certain other sources. He but makes he doesn't a know choice. If he can trust Mustang. He doesn't know if he can trust I mean, uh, Roke. He doesn't know if he can trust anyone, yeah. save for when he makes this decision. Because Severo's not back yet. When he kind of makes this decision the only person he knows he can trust is he can trust the jackal to work for
0: himself. He yes. does not he, can trust, the he can trust the jackal's self-interests. The jackal is his enemy. He knows that. But sometimes keep your enemies close comes to play. So he's going to work with the jackal rather than just have the jackal against him. And that that really is reinforced uh during the whole scrum that happens right there after mm-hmm. the when he literally sees the jackal poison with a blow dart <laughs> the favored warrior of Augustus kind of a substitute son I don't and Darrow ends up slipping into his place you're confused on that no uh, that's fine because <laughs> that guy I forget the guy's name but he was about to I think take Cassius's head off or somebody and then he he like freezes. Yeah, Because there are he's some just been hit with a paralytic. Various. There are some various did.
1: funky things. Um, but he does a number of things that do seem technically in Darrow's interest. But it's like, it's a deal with the devil. You're going to get what you bargain.
0: Yeah, for. Yeah, they're all really in the jackal's interest. And I, I sensed, my take on it was Darrow was like, okay, I'm going to work with him. Because otherwise he'll probably kill me on the sly so it's better the devil i know than the devil i don't know what he's doing and that's a little bit of the thing it's like if he can keep him working with
1: him he can at least keep an eye on what his schemes are or at least that's what darrow thinks he's probably wrong
0: and we are gonna find out he's wrong and mustang she knows there's been some communication between darrow and the jackal doesn't know how much but she's like you don't need him leave him out of things he's bad news This this is her own brother, and she's totally warning him off of the While she's
1: 100% right, there's a certain element of, yeah, but if you had burned him entirely, is that worse? Yeah. I Uh, I think Daryl makes the right choice. Not that things work out It doesn't work out well, but it is kind of the right choice in that moment. Um, (laughs) Before we get to Iron Rain again, there is one more thing that I can think of that you mentioned. Yeah. um, And it is back to Lorne back to the former Rage Knight, and Darrow's kind of hijacking him into supporting their
0: cause. Yeah, because Lorne is a neutral party. I'm out of the game. I I have my own little retirement estate with my own people. Leave me out of your garbage that's going on. And he goes there intentionally bringing a fight
1: to him so that Lorne has to make a choice one way or the other. Yep. That was not cool, but... We get the extra problem of... Tactus in the flight from Luna had betrayed Darrow. Tactus sucks, man. But kind of out of fear and self interest, and also a middle youngest child syndrome trying to be loved. And he ends up going
0: after Lauren's family, the kids. Because he's there with Aja. Aja Algrimus. One of the Knights, one of the Olympic
1: Knights. And even more so, one of the Furies. Um, and also trained by Lorne. Mm-hmm. In the Willow Way. The razor
0: forms and such so that are terrifying. She and Darrow are the only ones around who have been specifically trained by Lorne. And Lorne, who taught Darrow,
1: told Darrow, never fight her. She will murder you.
0: Basically, oh, he absolute. was trying to say, I taught her what I know but she's also psychotic, so yeah. m- no. I had to Stay stop away.
1: being her teacher, because she took what I was teaching her and improved upon it in a bad way. <laughs> very bad way. Um, uh, But we get a nice little touching moment where Darrow again breaks with gold custom and basically offers Tactus forgiveness, and they're going to so have a nice character. redemption yeah. moment for Tactus, and he can come back to Darrow's side and It's really touching until Lauren says, yeah, let's get all the kids out of here. Make them all safe. And before anyone can blink, he's stabbed Tactus through the neck multiple times. Tactus bleeds out in
0: (laughs) Darrow's. Yeah, he kills him. And Tactus had it coming. Yeah. But yeah, that's a painful moment. He had a chance at redemption. Tactus dies well. I think Tactus is okay if he's going to have to go out because he's okay. He's connected again with Darrow. He's like, we made this right. Now yeah. I'm dying for my mistake. I, I'd probably rather not die. But okay. But I think of
1: what Tactus could have been if actually let redeem himself. And that's almost a little heartbreaking.
0: Which Lorne, before the end of the book, does come around to acknowledge. He I made a mistake. I probably shouldn't have killed him. It, I shouldn't have killed him. He
1: could have redeemed himself and
0: been He's come to see... The Darrow way. At the point he kills Tactus, he's still like, Darrow's just the guy I taught and doesn't understand the world. So, Tactus needs to die. Later, Lauren comes to understand Darrow has a way of looking at things that is different, and, and I actually could learn a little bit from him. It's so, just, can we get cool. to the Iron Rain now, or are we missing something? I, think, some so. I think so. We can get to the Iron Rain. So, they're going to take back Mars. The Bologna family has been given control of Mars. Yeah, it's like a
1: temporary control, but it's really a, hey, they're an open rebellion, so
0: uh favored people, you're in charge now. Which is what they wanted all along. And now we're gonna try to take them back, and this Iron Rain thing is a, it's insane. Basically, all... Of the Mar or all of the Augustus forces, they're gonna go at Mars, fling themselves out of spaceships straight at the yeah. planet as like little meteors, massive little
1: star shells. These
0: things it's like, that holy crap,
1: <sighs> just fall through the atmosphere.
0: They all just come pouring down in these big, massive suits that allow them to survive uh, going through the atmosphere and and landing. And they come in different groups all around the planet. Doesn't go exactly as it hoped in some Some circumstances. Some of it goes very well. In fact, a lot of it
1: goes very well. Uh, Not the part with Darrow. There is a part where it's like, information about their plan seems to have been leaked to the enemy so that they were prepared Mm -hmm. enough to set a little child on the riverbank to not get shot because Darrow's not going to kill this random unarmored kid who then sets off an EMP and has Darrow... And all of his forces with him draw a number of golds and obsidians, including Ragnar. And Severo. Just all, like, falling into the river, going to drown in their suits.
0: Okay, the ones that fall in the river are the lucky ones. Yeah, no,
1: there are ones that are not, and it's worse, because the forces who are out of EMP range come in and
0: are just picking them off. You're in this massive suit, and when it loses complete power, you just drop. If you were on land, you're down in the mud. If you were over the water... You fall under the river and you don't drown immediately. It's airtight because you're in space, but you have a limited amount of air and no ability to do anything about the fact you're trapped in the water. The great, almost horrifying luck
1: that Darrow has that he's decided to wear his razor in a different way than how it traditionally is worn is the only thing that saves his life. And the
0: only thing that saves many people's lives. He cuts himself out of the suit. He nearly drowns doing it, but he manages to pull it off. And then he also cuts Ragnar out of his suit. Now, he wasn't sure he had enough air to do that. He was right. He didn't have enough air to do that. But since he chose to do it, Ragnar (laughs) does make sure that Darrow doesn't drown. And then we get the extra really,
1: really touching moment. Because we talked about how the obsidians are raised with this religion and this forced oppression that way. And part of that is they don't touch the gods' weapons. They don't touch a razor. Those it is razors, you know, to touch a razor. You know. And Darrow puts the
0: razor in Ragnar's hand. Well, they have no weapons with them. So Darrow takes, yeah. Uh, okay, when they get back to the surface, those who had dropped there have been being just executed by the opponents who showed up knowing these guys are all powerless and moving along, these kill squads. So, there's just weapons laying loose. He takes one of those and says, Ragnar, take it. And Ragnar's like, I, uh, I can't touch that. No. Take it. You can do this. And you're right. He gets him empowered. Now, this is the death sentence for an obsidian to touch one of these weapons. And even with the changes Darrow was making and stuff, that hasn't necessarily
1: changed. No. And so it's a very, very not gold statement, and it's A daring move by both Darrow and Ragnar to go ahead with this. But their bond is strong. And they continue onward and they win the day.
0: They win the day partly because of Darrow being willing to try stuff nobody should have tried, but also partly because Ragnar and his people have friggin' razors now. Now Darrow goes as far as almost losing the day for himself because
1: well, Octavia Alun is here. So he's gonna go cut the head off, Snake. The Sovereign is here? Yeah, yeah, totally. Gotta take advantage of that. And so he ends up practically dead by the time he reaches her in a shuttle that is leaving the planet. But there's also Aja there. There's a Rage Knight Fitchner there. And we already blew the beans on this, but it hasn't been spilled until now that Fitchner's actually Ares. He's the head of the Sons of Ares. He's on Darrow's side. And Fitchner is the only reason Darrow gets out
0: of there a lot. Yep. So there's a number of twists, turns, shocks, and surprises throughout all this, which are great. And we haven't gotten to the biggest ones yet. No, but that's kind of what we're getting up to now. So I, I'm kind of thinking that's what we should talk about now, unless there's something no, else. I think
1: we need to hit those two things.
0: Okay. Now you say those two things. Yeah. Oh, 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 we got to talk about the one before we talk about the other. Yeah. Okay. So Darrow who's been struggling with the fact that he hasn't been honest with everybody, decides finally, I need to be honest with Mustang. She wants to be let in. She's had issues with me not opening up to her, not telling her my plans, not being completely honest about things. And I love her. I have to take the chance and tell her the absolute truth. Now, Fitchner's against this. Severo is against this. Like God, we have way too much to lose. You can't tell Mustang you're a freaking red. You Ragnar can't. Is against it. Everyone's against it. But he's like, no. I if his his whole point is if we can't bring Mustang over to it, then we're not going to bring anyone else over. To it. If we can change Mustang's point of view, one of the ruling gold family members, and I'll get her to more see performer ones but like still if we can get her to come over to our side we have a chance to change this society for the better so we need to take the chance and darrow won't do what the rest of them want unless he gets to do this so okay fine we'll do this
1: and we get a nice moment where uh darrow's mom recognizes
0: him through all the gold that was another condition he had i need to go see my family it's very seen them all
1: these years and mustang does not go inside to meet his family
0: and he's given a cube. Watch the hollow on this thing. And it's his carving. So she will know. And he's like, after you've seen it, come on, come inside or not. And I'll understand whatever you. There ends up being a very tense confrontation in the dark.
1: Darrow cannot see. Mustang seemingly can. Has a gun. Ragnar and Severo were sent off to go like find her elsewhere. Except Ragnar
0: didn't go. And so well, that, that was there. part of the deal. That was part of the deal that Fitchner set up. If you're going to do this, okay, we need to be ready if she bolts. We cannot afford yeah. to let her go out there and ruin the whole plan. So you have faith in her. That's fine. We don't. So we're going to have to stop her if she is going to leave and betray everything. But ultimately, and she in leaves. The dark, she disappears. And so they are gone too to try to stop her, but she didn't leave. In the dark. Um, We don't really
1: get a yes or a no. But Mustang doesn't shoot Darrow. But she's angry. Darrow feels hurt, betrayed. But Darrow does
0: get Ragnar to stand down and not kill her. Now that was interesting. She just leaves. Ragnar has her dead to rights. You have my guy in your gun. I'm going to kill you unless you put your gun down. And he counts down. And she does not stop. Now, you said Darrow's trying to talk Ragnar down. Ragnar is counting down. He's going to do what has to be done. He gets the end of his countdown. He puts his gun down, and he gets down next to Darrow. They're both on their knees in front of her, basically saying, We need you to see this, and if you can't, you might as well kill us. And next book, I have more to talk about from this scene, but we can't (laughs) talk about it here yet. Okay, okay. But yes, she doesn't shoot them. She just leaves. So, did she embrace their side of things? Did she, Darrow, thank you for being honest with me and I see your vision? Nope, she didn't say anything like that she just, and she's gone. We don't know where Mustang is. Did Even she go and the betray front- them? We don't know that. We don't know what she's up to now.
1: Where now we go to a celebratory. Uh, party parade about the iron Reign that was successful, retaking Mars, Augustus is honoring Darrow and all of this. and Mustang's
0: still not been anywhere to be found and all of his people are here. All Darrow's you know side is with him or at least um, the majority of yeah, we haven't talked about Roke in a while but you know roke is the one who has been the one leading the uh naval forces Mm -hmm. the space navy and he's brilliant is what we've come to understand this is his thing he's a poet yeah he's also a master of naval forces he wasn't amazing at the institute he was a star at the academy he has shown big time and so he's the one who's led The the armed military naval ships in their various battles. He was the one out there in space as the Iron rain went down. He's up there doing his thing. And he wins. And he wins and he wins and he wins. wins. So here we are now. We have taken Mars. It's a celebration. Not only have we taken Mars. Darrow, you are the favored sun. You are
1: the The golden sun. sun.
0: And Augustus, complete reversal from the beginning of the book, is saying i want you to be my heir i am going to set you up to be the one to follow in my footsteps as now the ruler of mars not the arch governor the sovereign of mars we this is us this is our place and not only will you be my heir you will marry my daughter you will you and mustang will be a thing okay this is all, everything the, that Darrow personally could want, as well as mission-wise, could want. Like, the gold part of Darrow. And this huge triumph event.
1: There were a few people missing. We mentioned Mustang wasn't there. But also, since it. the reveal of Fitchner being Ares, he's kind of come over and he saved Darrow. So he's on this side now of all this, and it's all good. Um, he's missing, too. and right. So... Ultimately, Severo and uh, Ragnar both are like going out and searching for some of these people. Severo's like, someone feels off that he's
0: not here. I I need to go find him. They're going to have this big celebration event, and Darrow is going to be honored. And yeah, Darrow says to Severo, I get it. I understand your trouble. Go ahead. Go look for your dad. You don't have to attend this thing.
1: There's a nice conversation with Lorne, who's there as well. Uh, and this is where Lorne kind of is going, I see more your vision, you're right, all these sorts of things. And it's like, oh, the the old dog can learn some new tricks. We're, we're getting something new here. He was supposed to present uh, Darrow with this laurel crown, give him the honors here. But Roke had a conversation with him, and Roke really wanted to be able to do it as his friend. And, well, Roke really deserves some of this, too, so he can do it.
0: Wow, does this thing go south.
1: Yeah. Tell us, tell us a bit about that. <laughs>
0: It has come to be known that Darrow is an imposter. Roke knows the jackal figured it out and leaked it out to appropriate sources. Augustus, but the jackal and Roke basically bring about this whole reversal flip and a siding with Octavia again. Mm -hmm. So there is, in our moment of triumph, everything collapses because there are infiltrators. There, uh, there are people just posing as servants who are actually bad guys. Octavia's people. And Darrow sees it just a little too late.
1: And what we end up getting is what I consider to be the Red Wedding of Space.
0: Oh, totally. Totally. So Darrow is drugged by Roke, which is a great flip on what Darrow had done to Roke Mm -hmm. earlier in the book. But Darrow did it to Roke to make sure Roke is prevented from harm. Roke does it to Darrow, so that he is captive. So he gets and captured. Going to be and in for a boatload of harm. What is about to happen as well.
1: As then all these pink servants. Who are actually golds in disguise. Reveal themselves. And they kill. They hack no, down Lorne. Lorne is killed. Augustus. Nero Augustus, Augustus is killed. gets killed after the jackal is like. Hey call me your son. Tell me you're proud of me. And he won't do it. And the jackal kills him with zero reward. None. And. Yep antonia who we remember from the first book but i haven't seen a whole lot since um she was scummy back then though shoots her sister victra in the spine multiple and times. her
0: mom takes yeah. them both out
1: yeah oh, no there's so cold there's a mess of a number of things there um one of the jackals kind of hench people uh steps on the heads of some children from the
0: rim that were there with Lorne. it's a brutal scene and Darrow's forced to watch all of it. Yep. So everything's wonderful, and suddenly everything is the opposite of wonderful.
1: Oh, and let's just, little cherry on top. We heard a story uh, through the course of this book of when Nero came to power. And part of what started the Bologna blood feud problem in the first place, when he sent back a severed head with its mouth stuffed with grapes. There's more to that story, but we leave it. Because the important part was that uh, very important, powerful image and message. Because what's supposed to hold the laurel crown, the, the box that Roke is handing over to Darrow? Well, they take off the lid, and there's Fitchner's head. Fitchner's head.
0: head with Aries himself, in himself with great to the mouth. Man, this was dark. And that's the end of our book. Yep. It's a cliffhanger, basically. So I'm glad I read this after, well, after it was published, so I can move it right to the next book. Because, <sighs> wow dark man you think you know where the book's going and where things are going to go and then they
1: throw that chapter in at the end and you're like i'm really excited about where we go from here but i have no idea where we go from here
0: (laughs) yeah and that's you know that's where we'll leave it i guess that's a good spot to end because that's the end of the book there were question marks you know where's mustang Uh, how about severus and his howlers are they okay then severo and his howlers because they weren't there as it turned out. Roke, how could you so betray everybody and turn mm-hmm. so dark like that? We have... There are a lot of questions. We'll get the answers in book three, which you'll have to wait for the next episode that we on this to hear about. Luckily, but if you they're sucking my dad in enough, you probably won't have to wait too long it depends more on my son's schedule because i'm ready to talk <laughs> now man i'm ready to talk <laughs> if you enjoyed this again don't forget to hit the like button down below and subscribe if you haven't done so thanks for joining us um wow we've had a lot of people joining us we hit 925 subscribers so you know just 75 away from hitting that thousand milestone it's like a big thing on you when you hit a four thousand. digits yeah ah. so you know People seem to still like what we're doing. I'm checking right now to see if we picked any up while we're talking. No, we're still at 925. But it, it's going well. It's doing well. We got a lot of stuff on our channel for people to explore and check out. So, again, if this is the first one you stumbled on somehow, uh, be sure to poke around. I think you'll find a yeah. lot of things you enjoy.
1: At the very least, go back to Red Rising. This is book two. So maybe go look at book one. Yeah,
0: I did squeeze in an episode, by the way. You did book blasts. Euler I Light. saw a little review blast for the trilogy. The trilogy. I had to talk about the trilogy. <laughs> but it's a short little thing. But it's it's out there. You can look at that, too. Uh, but, we'll, yeah, we'll be back soon with Morningstar, which actually is still showing there here. Even though I've moved on to Iron Gold, I haven't changed the background yet. That's okay. We'll uh, update it a bit. Have you uh, moved on to any new books since we talked um, last time? Notably, Anything I don't I-
1: think I had said last time that I finished Outlander yet. I did um and i'm on to almost finished with mad adam the third book in that trilogy by margaret atwood
0: okay so i can add that into our graphics i haven't moved on to anything else i'm still reading the same things i was reading except for red rising that i'm all the way on our goals now but boom 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 february is almost over and i'm not gonna meet the quota i set for myself i'm i'm behind i just i can't get through these books fast enough but part of that is other things like i'm proofreading a short story collection for john palladino Mm -hmm. before he comes out with book three of his uh tragedies and sedane so it's it's a sedane short story collection Mm -hmm. it's fantastic but i'm doing that for him and that takes time too hey anyway okay i got nothing else you got anything else i'm good All right, thanks for being with us, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. This is when I hit the end button.